house always wins. Play long enough, you never change the stakes. The house takes you. Unless, when that perfect hand comes along, you bet big, and then you take the house. I've been practicing this because a little bit that I rushed. It felt like I rushed. It was good. I liked it. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Big Easy Bets podcast. I'm your host, Logan, and with me in the studio, Nick Von Brick. What's up? With us on the ones and twos, Joseph Ascani. What it do? Episode 140, it is the national championship episode along with NFL Week 18. Bowl season has come and gone. I would say we ended it um, pretty well, better than the week before. How do you feel? You got ransacked the week before, (laughs) and you just bounced back in a big Uh, way. Yeah, um, I think, like, I'm 22 and 23 for all the bowls. And that's with a horrific Two one. bad yeah, ones. Yeah. So. Two bad ones in the middle. Yeah. We no, we ended this was a this was a wild week that we'll get into. A very up and down roller coaster of a week. Um but I would say we ended it on the right foot for sure. Episode one forty, there's a lot to talk about in the NFL, obviously with what went down with what we saw transpire last night. I guess we can start off with that. That's pretty much I would assume going to be um yeah, that's everybody. Everybody's worst. worst of the week, an unprecedented, uh, unprecedented series of events played out on the Monday night game with uh, Demar Hamlin going to make a tackle on T. Higgins, a routine play. I have a couple gripes with this whole situation, but a routine play looked a little awkward, but no, nothing out of the ordinary. He stands up and then collapses. And essentially dies. I mean, call it what it is. Yeah. Not even essentially. He died. His heart stopped beating. Completely collapsed on the field. They had to perform CPR for nine minutes. Had to bring out the defibrillators, I heard. Um, that, I've never seen that before. I don't think anybody's ever seen that before in the midst of an NFL game. I mean, I watched Ryan Shazier get hit, and I was like, never will he fucking be able to play again. And he might not ever be able to walk again. Um, well, they had it in a soccer game before. Yeah, but nobody watches. No soccer, contact so. though. It's just they're running a lot more. <clears throat> I'm sure his heart just gave out. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. So yeah, it was um wild to see. You could tell that there was a serious issue, judging by the reaction of the players. Josh Allen specifically uh, was the big one, and you, I was kind of like, like we've seen stuff those scenarios before, but never have you seen them react like that. So I was like, oh, this must be really bad. That's was like I was like, did he just fucking die? Like yeah. and I guess I mean he did essentially. You gotta call it what it is. He did. I mean, you gotta tip your cap to the uh the medical personnel medical staff on on site. Yeah, it was great. Nine minutes of CPR. They get his heart they, that's what they said. They have a pulse, but he's not breathing on his own. Um but so the update is that he suffered cardiac arrest, he's in critical condition. They have intubated him. They've got him basically put under to run all the tests on him. Nobody has a uh, an update currently. But I would say that's positive news. I'm not a doctor like a lot of people on in, on Twitter fucking pretend to be. But I would think that that's positive. Yeah. You know? Uh, I think they said his vitals checked out too. So Yeah, they're normal, I guess, they were saying. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I don't know. So, I mean... 
prayers up for DeMar Hamlin. That's all I was like, I, rem- I remember him because Pitt was like one of my teams. Um, that was back when Kenny Pickett was playing great. And I think he was two years ago. Um, but yeah, that, I mean, he was a, he was the captain of the defense. So a couple things, dude, skip Bayless. Honestly, there's, there's, <laughs> I was kind of, I was not laughing about this situation, but I was laughing about the fact that did you, you saw Dana White. It came out that he smacked his wife yeah, around I saw at the, the New video. Year's party. Dana White must be like, thank God. Yeah. That is opportunistic timing because Skip Bayless comes out and goes fucking trending almost more than the injury because he says, well, however you want to look at it, he what was it insensitive? Was it not? Could have been worded better. Short. Terrible timing. Is Bad it timing. <laughs> it might have not been how he meant it. I don't really care. I don't like Skip Bayless. So fucking either. get rid of him for all I care. <laughs> Dude, that old fucking coot. And what he tried to discredit Shannon Sharp's Super Bowls and all of that while he was sucking off Tom Brady. He could go away for all I care. But he got drugged by everybody. All the athletes came out of the woodwork and were like, get rid of this dude. Dana White had to be – Dana White was number three, maybe even four on the list of, like, who gives a shit right now. Yeah. He smacked his wife around. like. <laughs> yeah, but I saw the video. She slapped him first. She did. So. And it's like, oh, the owner of the Ultimate Fighting Championship hit his wife right, drunk at a New Year's party. It wasn't as bad as they're trying to – no, <laughs> all right. So I mean, I'm not saying so that. So you're pro violence to women. <laughs> hey, I, I believe you should be able to stand your ground. No, yeah. I'm kidding. But he didn't like. No, I, get I guess it, it was a. Psh, psh. Yeah, it wasn't like he beat the get shit back, out of get her. Get back in the kitchen. But she smashed. She smacked the shit out of him first. Yeah. Now she had it coming. Um, <laughs> <laughs> now, yeah, I couldn't really give a fuck if I'm being honest. That's what I'm saying. There's too much other shit going on. If you ever had a time to smack your wife around at a New Year's Eve party, I mean, he picked the prime opportunity. This was the best time to do yeah. it, but you shouldn't ever do it. Um, but yeah, I just thought he just had to be like looking at his other fucking cohorts and in, in the UFC and like that was fortunate, fortunate timing. Skip Bayless took the heat off of us. Uh, Shannon Sharp didn't show up. I don't know if you saw that. Yeah, I didn't have a problem with what he said. I feel like no, you you either. you could. And I was like freak. Like I was, I read the thing like ten times. I'm like, why, why are they? Yeah, it was just the way he said. Like, I mean, I guess he brought up something that maybe shouldn't have been brought up at the time, but he was also. Well, he's like, "How are they going to cancel this?" And it's like, but he was like, "It all." Let's let's be honest. He did clarify that it's all irrelevant. Like, yeah, it's uh, yeah, yeah. No, it's a little bit of people don't like him. I also look at it as kind of cherry picking on his part. You can capitalize off of those situations to get boosted engagement on Twitter and all of that. He knows that that's what he's doing. And then he comes up, I'm going to address it on undisputed, but he like, it's like he didn't use the guy by name. He didn't say anything about the player. It was all about the game. Yeah. Um, but I, I do like, you got to laugh at some of this shit. People want to get so fucking, I say you got, uh, you not at the injury. You have to laugh at the situation of like the NFL. Like you got five minutes, get out there. I'm like, I just laugh at that. I'm like, the NFL is a piece of shit. Like, Roger Goodell doesn't give a fuck. But I'm not going to cry about it. There's people on Twitter like, this is a travesty and this and that and blah, blah, blah. It's like, shut the fuck up. What do you think they're going to do? They were never going to continue that game. They're trying to figure out the logistics of... One, if they, but they can, never dealt with anything like exactly, it's unprecedented. It's it's you're trying to, there's no there's no like like checklist to follow. Yeah, how, precedent. Yeah. So 
It's like, but stop. Oh, my God. Never forget the NFL gave them five minutes to warm up. I look at that as like, I'm like, that's fucking kind of kind of hilarious that they're like, okay, well, get back out there. Start stretching. Like, he's dead. Go on. Yeah. It's third down. Yeah. Um, I mean, what do you expect from the NFL or really anybody? Right. Any Any big business doesn't give a shit about – the people making it go. Their employees. They're just worried about the bottom line. Don't act like you don't clutch your pearls like you had no idea. Um, but it was wild to see. It was definitely never before seen. It appears he's trending in the right direction. So let's hope full function, everything. If he can make a full recovery, that'd be a miracle. It was just one of those freak things. Like Bart Scott was on ESPN talking about talking about yeah, he's gotta stop that. Bart Scott was talking about how it was T. Higgins' fault for lowering his helmet. Yeah, I saw that. Bart Scott. Yeah. He should a, be under more fire than Skip. Yeah. Seriously. No, that's what people were like, I hope T. Higgins doesn't blame himself. And my immediate thought was like, what the fuck? Why the fuck yeah. would T. Higgins blame himself? T. Higgins operated within the rule book of the game. You right. blame yourself. He didn't do anything yeah, abnormal. You, you blame yourself when you run over somebody's fucking dog. Yeah. You do something like you weren't paying attention. You don't blame yourself for playing a game and a freak accident happening. He's got to stop chewing that. Yeah, he's going to have to get out. Um, I just thought that that was wild that Bart Scott was going to try to sit there and say that. It, he said T. Higgins should have been flagged for the play. Go back and look at it. He hits him with his shoulder, dude. It's a freak accident that we'll probably never see again. Like, it's possible that we will, but it's unlikely that we'll ever see that again. There's n Nobody needs to take blame. It just happened. It's not anybody's fault. Everybody just wants to point the finger. It's fucking crazy. People are aggravating. There's a lot of people that shouldn't be employed to talk and give people their opinion, but they are. It's remarkable how many people that don't know shit about shit are up there trying to educate the masses on things that they don't have no idea what they're talking about. And and Bart Scott played football. He was very good, but he's a dipshit. So I don't know. That's my my take on it. I think the biggest winner of the night is Dana White. Yeah. So, uh, but in all seriousness. Uh, obviously, we hope that uh, Demar Hamlin is fine. That's what I was saying. I, I Pitt was one of my teams in college football. I, I remember Demar Hamlin very well. He was very, a very good player for uh, the Pitt Panthers in the secondary, and obviously, he's contributing on one of the Super Bowl favorites. So, if if he can get back on the field, like be you like you, you you thought Brian Robinson was incredible getting back on the field. If he gets back, uh, it's yeah. going to be just no. It'd be remarkable. It'll be awesome. I don't expect to. Yeah, I'm not holding my breath on seeing him no, this no, year by any chance. No. But they're going to run a shitload of tests. We just got to hope he, at this point, wakes up. But yeah. but, yeah, no, if he were to make a full recovery and he gets back out there, that'll be one of the biggest, like, redemption stories of – not even redemption, but comeback stories of all time. Mm -hmm. um, do you have a best of the week? Anything? Um, no, not really. I mean, I was going to uh, mention Quad Wilson, Frank Wilson's son, the 99-yard – Interception return for a touchdown at the end of the game. He's a reserve. I mean, it's kind of cool because all the players were like hyped to shit. Yeah, that was nice. Yeah, mine is um. I have two. Speaking of two, you're looking at a two league champion oh, right here. <laughs> okay, yeah, we <laughs> only talk about. Wait, what do you mean? Okay, we talk about the main league. Okay, I That's lost the, the money league, league and Bam won. So. 
Yeah. Nobody gives a shit this year. I, I mean, you got to give Bam credit. It's Whatever, remarkable that dude. he Whatever. Way into. Bam's an avid listener. Bam was on the podcast. I, I'll give I'd Bam credit, out. too, for the Tennessee pick. I'll give him his credit. He texted me. I told him. <laughs> I was bad. <laughs> I was like, it's not a good time, Bam. Yeah, but we got him on Georgia. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the Pelican I mean, Ohio game. State. Yeah, I know what you mean. Marissa and I went to the Pelicans 76ers game. CJ McCollum went dumb. He, I don't think he gets enough credit. Around the league, I mean. Oh, I've been saying coming he, off the screen, he is an incredible shooter. It's he doesn't get enough. We, the the front office doesn't get enough credit for how important of a hot of a uh, pickup that was. Yep, that is exactly what the doctor ordered for our team yeah. and what we needed: a veteran presence, a guy who can give you forty, but it's just. He's more vital to the team than Drew Holiday was, in my opinion. Oh yeah, you, yeah, you needed you. It's CJ McCollum was exactly what we needed. So. Yep. No, he does not get enough credit. He had the he had the Smoothie King Center rocking, dude. Oh, they were I'm going sure. crazy. Yeah, what he hit like 13 threes? 11 franchise record. Yeah, that yep. was that was uh wild. So um I'm trying to think. I thought I had something, but I didn't do a ton of prep for pre pre bowl talk for this episode, if I'm being honest. Um but it is wild that the season's essentially over. You know, we have the national championship game, but yeah, kind of uneventful. What do you mean, season? No, uh, national championship. Oh, oh, I was gonna say season as a whole. You were on pace for your best season ever. Yep, it's my worst. What? Yeah, is it? No. Yeah, for college for sure. Damn. Well, that's impressive. That is <laughs> <laughs> definitely not in the lock category. That's no, not yeah. I guess when you consider locks, that was that was um quite a run. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, you couldn't do that if you tried again. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna do it next year. I'm gonna try to get at least take at least one loss off of it next year. You're worried about the oh yeah yeah okay. Um, this season, yeah, I always I always reminisce like when we're when we're when it's over, I always think back because every year it, it, this is very reminiscent of year two for me um, where it kind of got in a hole. It, well, really this year I didn't even get in a hole. I just flirted right there around 500 yeah. all fucking year, got in a hole late and then clawed out the last few weeks. Um, but this, I, I, I probably say it every year, but there was so many fucking games. I feel like this year more than ever, there was so many games where it was like up for grabs in the fourth quarter, got to get a little lucky, and just didn't. There were a few where I did, like Houston in the bowl game, even though I didn't feel like it should have been that close up to that point. But there, I just, like the ones that stand out in my head, the Notre Dame and fucking Clemson under on the night of yeah. LSU and Bama under, the fact that both of those went over, I want to say one was on pace for 12 points at halftime. It was like six. It was like three to three. It was something remarkable. It was unbelievably low. LSU and Bama. I don't know, but no, Clemson and Notre Dame was lower. But LSU and Bama was really low. Too. Same thing though. Yeah, it was like they were on pace for twenty. It, it's and they both go over block punts. Just, just this past week, multiple fucking backdoor. Every time it was like I gotta get lucky with a backdoor or something. Like I remember year one. I remember staying up late, Boise. And bullshit backdoor cover for the other other team, and then the onside kick they return it to the two yard line, and instead of kneeling it, Brian Harson punches it in for the cover. Like I didn't have any of those this uh-huh. year. I didn't feel like 
And it's like you got to have – you. I mean, you did overall just really well, but you had a few bounce your way as well that it was like – I just felt like I didn't get it. I'm sure I did, and I'm sure I'm overlooking a lot, but it's like I felt like every time I bet an under, there was a block punt. Every time fucking I needed the ball to bounce my way late, it just didn't. So let's like, it's like betting New Mexico State, 37.5-point underdogs and you get a bullshit touchdown out of Minnesota to go up 38 points when they didn't need it and they could have knelt on it, and then we march down the rest of the way and Gavin Frakes throws a fucking <laughs> interception in the end zone. It's like multiple things that could have bailed me out and thrown a, put another W in the win column. Just couldn't do it. So, But we've got one game remaining. We're right there around the 500 mark. I'll take what I can get. So uh, we will recap last week. It was a a uh, doozy of a bowl season for sure, or of a, or of a bowl week finale. Um, UFC and Duke all over it. Love Coach Elko. Love Riley Leonard. If Riley Leonard doesn't transfer, Duke might be in the national championship conversation next year. Um, uh, just a, a runaway win. Duke's a real deal. Uh, Kansas plus three. This, Okay. Partially disregard everything I just said because I overlooked Kansas about the ball not bouncing my way. The ball bounced our way in Kansas plus three. Uh, An incredible comeback to get the onside kick, go down and score. We end up going to triple overtime, and that's what's like, it's over with. We cannot lose in triple overtime. Kansas loses by two in one of the best bowl games of the season, Uh, but we cover the three. Oregon, North Carolina, under 75. Easy, 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 easy money. Um and then we closed it out with Texas Tech and Ole Miss. Texas Tech blows Ole Miss out of the water, plus three and a half. I just want to give everybody a – just kind of give you an idea of my state of mind throughout this last week. We start out 4-0, and feeling great. I'm like, I am about to bury my bookie. We proceed to then drop eight in a row. 4-0, oh and 8 and then we follow up with three and one to close it out. But wait, no, I'm sorry. Four and oh, oh and eight, four and oh, then three and one. It was just snip, snap, snip, snap, up and down. Through that oh and eight stretch, it was dark, dark times. I was like, here we go again. Uh, Minnesota minus nine and a half. Minnesota dominated this game. Minnesota handled Syracuse. That I mean, if you look at the box score, you go look at team stats, total yards. Actually, I take that back. This is exactly what you said would yeah. happen. Yeah. He's been um, saying that for a little while now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, regardless, a bullshit end of the fucking game touchdown, backdoor cover for Syracuse to cover the spread. Minus nine and a half, Minnesota wins by eight. I was texting Joseph. I was like, our only hope is a turnover. And they fucking get the turnover. Fumble, scoop and score, running down the sideline. 12 men on the on the defense. Yep. Bring oh, yeah, them back out. Yep. Bring them back out. Free try. Free new set of downs. We get them all the way to fourth and goal. We get all the way to fourth and goal. Schrader does some backyard bullshit running around. It's like a 20-second play, and he beats them to the fucking pylon to score. The goddamn guy who returned the f- scoop and score was the, run- was the linebacker meeting him. And he wasted all his goddamn energy running 100 yards and celebrating throwing his helmet that he couldn't beat Schrader to the fucking goal line. So a nine-and-a-half-point spread, 
Minnesota wins by eight, and that was incredibly frustrating. Florida State, I fucking hate Florida State. I don't like Florida State at all. Florida State, anytime they're a big favorite, they fucking sleepwalk through these games. They did it against Florida. Same spread. Yeah. Um, Texas minus three. Did you see Sarkeesian? Yeah. Scream at that guy? Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. Tell about? us you're not ready for this fucking moment in the Music City Bowl. He looked like, dude, he was all out of sorts. If Maybe he's drinking again. Yeah, he must be. <laughs> if, Dude, if you're that, if you're that fucking on edge – that you're going to yell at the production assistant telling you like, all right, guys, we're about to run out of the tunnel. Don't you fucking touch me. Like, <laughs> Jesus Christ, dude, get a grip. They get embarrassed. Uh, NC State minus one. If they could have just scored one fucking touchdown, we would have won this game. Incredible performance by the defense, which is why we backed NC State. Abysmal performance by the offense. UCLA minus five and a half. We beat this line, which is the story of our bowl season and really the season in general. We will beat the line and it won't fucking matter. UCLA minus five and a half. The line grew to nine, nine and a half. They lose outright. Dorian Thompson Robinson. I I mean, how many times are you going to throw it to the other team, you fucking moron? South Carolina plus two and a half. They had a big lead. They melt it under the pressure. Uh, South Carolina gets a late hundred yard pick six to tie it up. Joseph led us to the fucking wrong well in this one, telling us that Buckner wasn't going to play. No, I said he was questionable. That's what he said. <laughs> I didn't interpret it that way. I heard that Buckner was out. We just assumed he wasn't going to play because he hadn't well, played I was, in so I was long. going yeah. out of the room and shit. Yeah. I don't know if maybe I was out for that. Uh, but all I know is I fully thought that Buckner was not going to play, and then he's suiting up, and I'm like, mother yeah. fucker. He scored at least two touchdowns. Um the night before, we had Coastal Carolina plus eight. Grayson McCall comes in for like a victory lap touchdown and then just doesn't play anymore. Yeah, that was strange because... Fuck that dumb moron. He's, he's coming back now. To Coastal? Yeah, he's <laughs> not transferring. Okay. I don't know if he didn't get interest, which would be kind of strange, but... He can't operate outside that system. I don't know. Maybe. He scored a touchdown. What was that, like a victory lap? That's why I thought like he's just saying, thanks for the memories. I'm out. Yeah, I don't know. That was fucking... I don't know. So that was annoying. We had a chance, I think, at the then end. Then it was even go. a bigger shocker that he decides to come back. Yeah. And then, so Wisconsin minus three, they they handled business big time. Uh, Wyoming plus two in the Barstool Sports Bowl. This one was fucking really annoying, too. Old-ass coach wants to ice the kicker as he shanks it. Then he comes back and hits a one that would have been good from 85. They go to overtime, and just a fucking a team that can't score points with a quarterback that can't throw a football, and he throws a dime into the back left corner of the end zone for the win. And it, was, it was extremely frustrating. Clemson minus four and a half was my lock of the week. Dabo Sweeney's dead to me. The Cle- Clemson's done. College football has moved on from Clemson and Dabo Sweeney. They don't need him. They don't want him. They don't care about him. Klubnik has the most potential with the dumbest brain I've ever seen. Fast, really good dual threat quarterback, good arm talent, dumb as a box of rocks. He's a dipshit, dude. That's all there is to it. Even Dabo's over there. Like, I've never seen a quarterback roll out of the cleanest pocket of all time and not just roll out, roll out for 30 yards behind the line of scrimmage and then just fucking jump and throw it. Like, (laughs) he's an absolute moron. He thinks he's playing with, like, a Nerf football in the backyard. That was a bad pick. I'll give Bam credit, but... I mean, when you're just guessing like Bam, eventually you're going to fucking... You're going to hit one. Uh, So that was the end of 48 hours of hell for me. Eight straight losses. 
And then we just started fucking clawing back. Alabama minus six and a half. They did what we said they would do. It was Joseph's lock. Nick called it. Well, I said they might win by a 30 piece. They mm-hmm. did until they pulled the starters and then they won by 25. Iowa minus two and a half. Y'all both took the under. I took Iowa. There was two defensive scores in this one, and all the points were scored by Iowa in the second quarter. You had three scoreless quarters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you get two back-to-back pick sixes by Iowa, and I'm like, oh, that's not good. <laughs> and then there was no more scoring. The well, that's still what I was seeing. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> like, I was like, that's the worst thing for y'all. That's yeah. the last thing you needed. But Kentucky laid a fucking goose egg, four straight. Um, so great all across the board there. Then – You've got, I would say, back-to-back, the two best college football playoff games I've ever seen. Yeah. In succession, I guess, at least like as a whole for the weekend. Um, obviously, LSU would get the nod, but those weren't even competitive. We were just Yeah, the Alabama, the Tua comeback is probably. But that was the national championship. Yeah. Oh, I guess it, but I it's guess still it a playoff. Might, yeah. I'm talking, yeah, I'm talking for like the, the semifinals, I guess. Yeah. For back-to-back. No, they, yeah, this was the best um, – Set of games for sure. Yeah, because I'm watching TCU Michigan, and I, it's like, oh my god, you had 44 points scored in the third quarter. It was just back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And then you go to Ohio State and Georgia, and it's like we're watching the same game. It was just back and forth again. You had 96 points in TCU Michigan, and then you had 83 points in Ohio State and Georgia. You bet the over in both of those games. You're just kicking back, having the most fun of your life. Um. TCU in the national championship. Max Duggan is just a winner. I said, I sat right here and said, I don't believe in J.J. McCarthy. I don't think he's good enough. He will throw a ball up into traffic. And he did. Two Was it two pick? No, it was one pick six, but two interceptions. Right? Oh, no, no. It was two pick. It was two defensive two, scores. Two pick sixes. Yeah. Two pick sixes by TCU. McCarthy's just not that good, dude. Let's not fucking. Yeah. He has, you can see flashes, like he has potential, but he's not that good. He makes stupid decisions. So TCU is finding themselves in the national championship playing Georgia. Ohio State and Georgia are in an absolute, we're in an absolute barn burner here. Um, One thing that I thought, and I saw a report that an NFL GM came out and agreed, dude, after watching that game, I was like, CJ Stroud just made it interesting for draft night. I would still take Bryce Young, but he, at, at the, against the best defense he faced in the biggest game, played unbelievable. Oh, no, in my head I was thinking um, maybe we should wait to give out the Heisman Trophy until, like, yes, <laughs> the main, the most meaningful games are decided. Because, yeah. I mean, if they would have won that game. Oh, he dude, he played so good. Oh, it, yeah. It was like, but that's what I'm saying. I'm like, it, it's going to make people, now you have a decision on your hands. In my opinion, it was Bryce Young all the way. Now it's like, I could see. I won't be shocked if somebody's like, we're going with Stroud. Yeah, I am I would definitely go with Young. But I would as well, but, I mean, you got the size. I just think you he got, ha- Young has it. If you don't pick him, he, yeah. you're surely going to regret it. Yeah. No, I agree. Um, but he made it more of a conversation now. Yeah. So that was an incredible performance, one that they should have won, in my opinion. The kicker, I texted you, I was like, zero chance he makes this. Uh, was, he's fucking melting under the pressure up there you could tell he exhaled so big right when they put the camera on him i'm like oh yeah he's not a chance he didn't even have it in the area code he was kicking it was rotating sideways so how do you even do that that was yeah atrocious yeah no and we were talking about it before joseph got here those 
the two timeouts that Georgia used, the one to stop the fake punt yep. in the second half, that if, if Ohio State would have picked up that first down, and they certainly were if that timeout didn't come in, that would have put Georgia really behind. I don't know if they would have been able to mount a comeback. And yep. then the timeout after the Stroud scramble that got them in the field goal range, I mean, Ohio State had a chance to try to counter something there. I mean, you know they're going to try to – you're on the – edge of field goal range, you know they're going to try to force a negative play, and they do on first down. They just run it right out of blitz. It's yep. like. Yep. Yeah, I mean, Ryan Day. I, called a hell of a game Yeah, as far as being the play caller and but that. When it, but, yeah, as, a, as the offensive play caller, yeah. yes. But when it comes down to making coaching decisions and all of that, I just feel like he comes up short yeah. time and time again. So I feel like it was a heroic performance from – from uh, Stroud. Yeah. So. Oh, and then another thing we're not mentioning is that Her- Marvin Harrison Jr., if he doesn't get injured, I mean, yeah. that game that George. Yeah, their not. tight end got hurt as yeah. well. They were already down a running back. They were they were playing uh, handicapped a little bit for sure. They would have definitely gotten closer on that last drive if, if Harrison yeah. wouldn't have got hurt. Yeah. Yeah, if you if you just give him time, that's all. Yeah, like- or if, um, what's the other kid in Jigba? He cost his team a shot at the national championship. Yeah. I, yeah. I saw – um. I saw them come out with the wide receiver rankings. He's like number seven on the list. I'm like, good dude. Like, it, it is a joke. What? Don't tell me he couldn't come back. I don't. I he maybe he couldn't. I don't know. But he came in and played a little bit along the way. Caught like a ball here or there, and then just was like, oh, I'm just preparing for the draft. You just fucking sold out on all of your yeah, guys. Yeah, your team was still competing for a national yeah. championship, and yeah. they could have used you. Yes. When they lost by one point. Yep. So uh, we closed out that day, four straight winners. Then we look to um, Monday, January 2nd, Penn State. Well, that's the reverse. Mississippi State, Illinois. Mississippi State, they did it for the Pirate. It was a shit show of a game there for a minute. Um, 19 to 10 had a lot of implications. <laughs> we beat the line here, and I was I was about to tweet out, like, well, that's why you listen to us. Uh, we give you the – sometimes it it's a blessing and a curse, but we gave it to you, Mississippi State minus one. Over the course of the week, that line grew to four. Was looking like they were going to win by three until Illinois does some laterals and pitch plays, and Mississippi State cuts it off and takes it for a touchdown to win by nine. So that probably ripped the heart out of quite a few people. Yeah, those helmets were sick. Yeah, with the pirate yeah. flag. Yeah, yeah. There's no way they were going to lose. That was that was that was from Mike, that was from Mike Leach. Um, LSU and Purdue. We gave this to you early at minus nine when Jeff Brom told everybody that he was going to take the Louisville job. Uh, we gave it to you minus nine. It quickly began to grow. Grew even more when a few days later Aiden O'Connell opted out. We sat right here, said this is why this is why we, we hang our hat on the big games, the games that we would actually bet. I, I, we're giving the NC State minus one, UCLA, blah, 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 all this bullshit because we pick every game. Obviously, that's not – that's why I said if we were charging – for picks, we wouldn't give you these games. These are the games we would give you. And they win 63-7. to Nick said you couldn't make this spread wide enough, and you couldn't make this spread wide enough. You would have had to make it fucking 56 <laughs> yeah. points. Right. Um, LSU just fu- – and it should have really been a shutout, essentially. So LSU just fucking dominated. Put anybody back there at quarterback. It doesn't matter. Just a runaway of a game. Uh, minus nine, minus 15, doesn't matter. Tulane and USC was fucking wild. Were you watching? Uh, I watched the very end. 
So, so I didn't get to see all the dramatic stuff. So I had to work yesterday, uh, but I was watching in between treating patients. I was watching the whole time. And I go to do something, go to get something out of the truck right when the, I can't remember the whole scenario of what they were down. All I know is I checked my phone. I'm like, they're down six with the balls. What the fuck? I was like, do they get a safety? I don't even know how they got the safety. I didn't see it. What, they pooch kick it or something? How did USC end up on the one? Oh, I don't know. I USC ended up on the one yard line and lined up in shotgun because they're fucking idiots. I, I hate that more than anything. Um, they line up in shotgun and Tulane gets a safety. Yeah, so it says Casey Glover kicks off for 64 yards. Mario Williams returns for no gain to the USC one yard line. So he fumbled to the one is what it says. USC recovered it. And then the very next play, no, I'm sorry, they ran two plays from the one. So they ran one and just got out and then ran the second one and got a safety. <coughs> and then now Tulane's down six with the ball. They put together a 12-play, 66-yard drive to go win the game. Um, what a fucking game. What a season for Tulane. Got to give you a hat, tip your cap to Coach Fritz. 12-2 and two after going 2-10 and 10 last year. Yeah. And you beat USC, who was – I mean, Caleb, I, I felt really good before because Caleb Williams was doing all this shit when he would miss a throw. I'm like, okay, maybe he's fucking already setting the table that he's going to sit out. Like, he's not going to finish this game. I was confident in that. Well, he played the whole thing. Still didn't matter. Uh, this was the the week of overs, I guess. Um, so then we had the Rose Bowl, 52 and a half under. You get the longest run in Rose Bowl history, the third longest pass in Rose Bowl history, and they fucking hit it in the last 10 seconds. It goes over. Yeah, I fucking, I was like, that is so goddamn fitting that that is how the year ends. That shit made me so mad. Um, but we closed it out. We picked up the pieces of a, a bad midweek effort. But um, So I go 12 and 10. Do not hit my lock of the week. Brings me to 81, 82, and 4, 8, 10, and 1 in my locks of the week. Nick went 15 and 8. What was your lock? Ohio State. Good pick. Went 15 and 8, brings him to 77, 67, and 6, 15, 3, and 1 in his locks of the week. That is remarkable. Uh, Joseph went 11 and 11. His lock was Alabama. That brings him to 47. Is that a 50? 47, 50, and 1, 10 and 8 in his locks of the week. Uh, and we look ahead. One game left, and it's the big one. The national championship is set. TCU and Georgia. I've seen this line already fluctuate a little bit. Um, I have a number in my head that if it were to hit, I would fuck. This is really tough. Last year, I, last year I felt so confident about Georgia. I was like, no fucking way. It was the largest bet I've ever placed. You've heard me talk about it many a times on this podcast, even this past season. Um, I don't have that this year. Do you have like a? I feel pretty good. I guess you're taking Georgia. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I always lean towards the TCU's. I just. That kid's a winner. Yeah. <laughs> that kid's a winner. It, okay, so my worries, I, I don't have, I had a lot. I had a lot on Georgia last year. I don't have much this year. This is, I. my worries are, will TCU's offensive line be able to hold up? I felt like it was a lot of 
I mean, Quentin Johnson running after the catch with Duggan nearly getting sacked, finding him across, streaking across the field. Like, it seemed like, it seemed like the way they scored isn't as sustainable. Um, but also, too, I was impressed with their D-line. I felt like their D-line was going to get pushed around by Michigan. Yeah. Being undersized, but they didn't. They did very well against the run. I understand there were big chunk runs, but when it came down to it inside the 20-yard line and inside the 10 as well, I mean, I felt like they held their own much more than I thought they would. And, like, but, yeah. It's hard to say when you give up nearly half of a fucking 100 points. But, but yeah, no, that was the difference was that Georgia, I mean, really Michigan kind of was winning the yards battle for most of this game, maybe for the whole game, but... They couldn't finish in the red zone. No, and the fumble was big. Yeah. The, oh, it, we didn't even call. miss it. That should have not been overturned. Do I think he was short? I don't know, but you couldn't tell. What was the call in the field? Touchdown? Yeah. They should yeah, have not no overturned Okay, that. yeah. Call in the field's touchdown. You can't overturn that. Um, yeah, it definitely looked like he didn't get possession until he was in the yeah. end zone. So, yeah, that was interesting. That's a wild turn of events that he then turns around and fumbles on the one-yard line. But fuck him. I'll, I'll take it. Yeah. I was so happy when that happened. Um, yeah, Mich- they held Michigan a 3 of 13 on third down. They still put up 528 yards of offense. Um, 186 rushing yards, but a lot of that was chunk plays. Um, This is really – this is tough. The number I had in my head, because I saw I've seen this at 13 and a half. If it were to hit 14, I'd probably bet a substantial bet on TCU, I think. Um but I don't I don't feel great about it. I mean, you might have to wait. I think what's happening right now is they're letting everybody's betting TCU. But I don't think pros have made up their mind yet. Yeah. So I see one place where Georgia's only twelve point favorites. Um, you have 12 and a half, some places, 13, some places. Yeah. I've, um, I've seen as high as 13 and a half. I haven't seen a 14 anywhere. Yeah. But what, so far it's going down, but I mean, yeah. all it takes is for the cavalry to come rolling in and yeah. that line will shoot up big. Yeah. Um, Joseph, what are your thoughts? I'm on TCU. Hmm. <laughs> what number do you have? 13 and a half. Okay. Total sits at 56. We just saw two teams nearly put up 100. But I feel like everybody's going to jump on the over for that very reason. Yeah. But this, dude, this, is it really? No, wait. No, I'm sorry. Total's at 62 and a half. I'm looking. I've got the TCU Michigan um, stats pulled up. It's at 62 and a half. Even at that number, I still think people will hop on the over just for, you could call it an overreaction for what we just saw. But I feel I felt like Quentin Johnson's very good. But a lot of his... A lot of his yards came after the catch. He had six for 163 and a touchdown. I mean, the big touchdown was a ton of yards. Yeah, down the right sideline. Yeah. yeah, that was the one where Duggan got pressured, and it was he had to get it out as he was getting hit. And um, I saw that Kendra Miller is expected to play. I think he tweaked his MCL. No, no structural damage, no tear. He's expected to go. That's big because he was – a large reason why I took them against Michigan. He was averaging like six yards a carry. 
but the backup came in and ran for 150 yards and a touchdown. So it was impressive what they were able to yeah. do on the ground against Michigan's defense. Um, it's a little different when you have Georgia with Carter right there in the middle. But I, I feel like t Ohio State almost showed, like, not necessarily a blueprint, but the way they were getting the ball out quick and all of that, like, Carter was gassed. He wasn't able to provide much from the interior. So, I don't know. This is not – I don't think this is a an easy one. You, you, feel, <laughs> you feel confident? I mean, I feel fairly confident. And the, the reason is why is, like, you look at where TCU had success defensively in the red zone, I don't think they're going to be able to have success – like that against Georgia, if Georgia's in the red zone. Not with the threats that they have down there. And with the they don't use Bowers, though. Yeah, but, I mean, he did come up with some... Um, late, he caught big it. A couple big catches late, but... um, I saw What's the word with Washington? Um, I don't know. It didn't look good. Yeah. He was limping heavily. So, and, like, they were like... I mean, you can't really carry him, but... Uh, but... Who was it? The dude who wide receiver for Georgia that was providing a um it was Smith. Yeah. Caught the deep ball with the the speed that he put uh I can't remember his name, number twelve, just nothing he could do. Blew right by him. Um if they can get Arian Smith, if they can get deep ball speed like that to help them open up, that was their main thing. They don't have really wide receivers. If he could help stretch the defense, that would be big. It just feels like a lot, like a lot of points. I, I was impressed. It's hard to say you're impressed when you watch a team nearly put up fifty, but I was impressed with TCU's defense. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, well, Georgia's offense said. is much better than than Michigan's offense. Well, yeah. But Stetson Bennett, dude, has not played spectacular. Yeah, but right this year. when I said it, he was losing his little mind, I texted <laughs> yeah, that in the yeah. group chat. He fucking starts delivering. But like, he got fortunate. He put uh, that one right before halftime. If he throws that, if that gets intercepted, oh yeah, that's so big. That's that's a difference maker right there. And and you could tell Kirby Smart in his post game press conference was even like, he can't. If we're gonna win, he's got to play better and this and that and blah blah blah. It's like. Um, he knows like he Stetson Bennett's not playing that well. Stetson Bennett does provide uh, some ability with his legs, which is big. But I don't know, dude. This one's tough for me. TCU's got that that team of destiny feel. You yeah, you feel like it's a done deal, huh? <laughs> No, nah, I feel like they're just – and even Georgia, even though they, they played against – I don't think that Duggan's going to be able to do the same things that Stroud was doing. I feel like Duggan's stat line's a little deceiving, though. There were some drops. The interceptions, neither one was on him, in my opinion. The second one certainly wasn't on him. He hit 10 right in the chest. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, but the first one was a tip ball, too, that went back to the secondary. But I, what I think is going to happen is that defensively, Georgia's going to be able to pressure Duggan. And it's going to kind of – I think they'll have the ability to set the tone early. So I don't think it's going to be something that's up in limbo. I think we're either going to know it'll that be, this is going to be, be a close game back. or that George is going to, you know, 
yeah. do what I kind of think that they're going to do. It's like TCU has guys, though. You got 1,400 rushing yards, 17 touchdowns out of Kendra Miller. I understand he's banged up. He's expected to go. Quentin Johnson's got over 1,000 yards, and he's a big wide receiver. If ten, if the kick returner can provide a little bit and not drop the ball right in his hands um, across the middle, he's a speed guy. Magic Max. It's tough. <laughs> if you had to lean, which way would you lean on the total? Under? Yeah. Mm-mm-mm. So you're going – are you taking it or are you just taking Georgia? Um, I'm just going to take Georgia. I'm going to take TCU. <laughs> okay. His dad His dad said he's a winner. <laughs> okay. I don't know, dude. He's just got that – he's got that well, – It's saw, just a different – It's. It is. He's going against something. It's different. I feel like Georgia just – all I don't know, dude. Did you see the stat on uh, the last couple teams trying to go back to back? Well, that's enough. Yeah, I mean, I'm not worried about that. <laughs> but the defense is—that's what I've been saying all year—is the defense in the secondary. And and if they if they can hold, it's got to come down to the D line for Georgia. If TCU even for a little bit is able to hold up and give him time to throw the receivers. I understand it's a different it's a step up in class for Ohio State, but wide open. Wide open. Nobody within Keely Ringo was getting toasted. So, and that's the what they were saying even in the in the during the game they were like he will he's he will, he will bite on a lot and he'll either make a great player he's going Yeah, hurt. he almost came up with a pick. He did. Though. But it was after he bit on something yeah. and got beat. Um no, I love Keely Ringo. Keely Ringo secured me the win against Alabama last year with the pick six. So I don't know how we're going to do this, though. I, I mean, fuck. I'll take TC. I mean, you can get plus 13 and a half. He got 13 and a half. I saw 13 and a half today. Me too. That's why I kept watching it to see if it would touch 14. Check FanDuel if you're looking. But you can take whatever you Yeah, I can get 12. FanDuel's the only one with 13 and a half left. Okay. I am going to take... I mean, dude, if it hits 14, I'll I'll feel... I'll I'll jump all over that. Um, It just feels better to root for the underdog. It does, but it doesn't feel better when they get fucking smashed in their head. (laughs) (laughs) They have the ability to run the ball, though. Kendra Miller is a fucking stud. And then the backup asserting himself to come in for 150 yards against, I mean, Michigan's run defense is fucking good. Like, they they were gashing them. Like, yeah, Michigan was doing it as well, but I was more surprised to see, like, that's their game. Michigan is going to play good defense and run it all over you, and they could not stop TCU on the ground. And then when Kendra Miller got hurt, I was like, oh, fuck, here we go. And then the other dude comes in, and um, I don't know. It just got that feel. Quentin Johnson's one of those guys. He's expected to be the number one wide receiver drafted. Yeah. So they have guys on offense. Duggan's got heart. His dad said he's a winner, and he hadn't been wrong yet. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
you see what he did against in a loss. We were on Kansas State, but in a loss, he's over there. He's about to throw up on the field. He's so gassed, putting the team on his fucking back. I don't know that I believe in Stetson Bennett this year. Stetson Bennett worries me. Oh, man. Yeah, I'll take TCU plus 13 and a half. If it hits 14, I will be all over that. It doesn't, it just, it just feels like a lot of points. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, if it was any less, I mean, I'm fucking, it's getting the close. Like, but if this was like 11 points or, dude, what? The fucking pros are coming yeah. running with a whole army of motherfuckers with duffel bags, bro. <laughs> I'll, I mean, I will certainly be interested to see what others think about this game as well. I don't know if it could contend. I'd be surprised if it gets any closer to 10. Right now it's at 12. Okay. Well, the yeah, lowest. But it's like if it, it is not going to move much more. I wouldn't expect it If anything, it to. you're, you're going to get some movement back towards where it opened. Which was around what? 13, yeah. 13 and a half. I mean, I it's still it there. But I thought it opened at 12. You see some books starting to move the line down a little. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I I knew it's like I fucking saw the future last year. I knew what was going to happen last year. Nearly, that's why I texted Josh. I nearly called it to the exact score and said they're going to win on a defensive score to seal the game. So it's like I fucking saw what was coming last year. This year, I, I could see Georgia walking out and smacking the fuck out of them. But I could see Max Duggan doing what what he's done his entire life, which was keep keep games this close. season. I mean, he was a. He wasn't even the starter no, at the beginning. And that's where of this. it's like I'm a sucker for like the storylines. Yeah. The storylines. That's what football's up. That's what sports are about. I mean, look, at, on the one hand when you're a fan, you kind of want to I mean, I could give a shit about them being underdogs, but like the football fan in me wants to see a good game, right? But it's like Well, the I football don't know. fan in me wants to unbiased not having money on the game wants to see Max Duggan win. Yeah, I want to see Max Duggan win. That's the story right there. That he wasn't even the starter. Sonny Dykes is like shit. Fucking clearly, I'm not the best scout of town. Yeah. <laughs> um, but that's the storyline right there. To see Georgia go back to back, yeah, whatever. Like the story. This is this is not even, but uh, I mean, kind of. It's just like Clemson, Deshaun Watson upsetting Bama. That was before Clemson was like a powerhouse, I guess. Yeah, but Watson was much better than Duggan. Yes, but Watson won the Heisman Trophy. Or no, he didn't. No, he did didn't. he? No, I don't think. No, because he didn't even get drafted until late. Yeah, but he didn't get drafted that late. Yeah, but he wasn't the first quarterback taken. No, but I mean, there was players that um, if you could, they did a redraft, he definitely would be. Okay, no shit. <laughs> what? Nobody I'm sure he won the Heisman good. Trophy. I'm not saying he wouldn't go first now, but at the time, if he would have won, like he wasn't the getting could the have picked him. Yeah, he wasn't. Well, good thing they didn't. So he looks like shit up there. But that's I don't it. think there's as many massage therapists <clears throat> in uh, New Orleans. Yeah, so. I'm taking TCU plus thirteen and a half. If it hits fourteen, I would love to be able to write plus fourteen up on that board. But what can you do? Um, do we have a lean on the point total? You said under. Yeah, that's where I would lean. I'd kind of lean over. Because I think TCU's like going to be able to score much. Well, yeah, I feel like they, if they're going to if they're going to hang in, they're going to have to be able to score. Um I'll just take TCU at the points. TCU plus 13 and a half. Are you taking the total at all, Joseph? Mm-mm. 
All right. So TCU. Joseph and I are back in the Horn Frogs plus 13 and a half. Nick is going with the favorite Georgia minus 12. Fish around, search around in the books. Um, you can find a wide range of numbers. They're going to be moving a lot over the next few days. Uh, but take that for what it's worth. I do not feel as strongly about this as I did last year. For any of the new listeners that are wondering what I'm talking about, um, yeah, I, I mean, I made a fucking boatload last year because I was a genius. Um, you could call it living in the past. You could call it the best night of my sports betting life. But, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Yeah, there you go. I mean, that's fucking all we got. So, all right, to recap, NFL, last week, Really fucking aggravated me. I go two and two. Titans plus ten and a half on Thursday night was a bad pick. Patriots minus two and a half. Oh, we lose out because of a Nick Folk doink on an extra point that would have put us up ten. Patriots get the ball back up nine in field goal range. They decide to I don't even know what the fuck. Run some bullshit play on fourth down and essentially just hand the ball back to the other team. And then fittingly this year, what we've seen all the time, the team marches down, scores a meaningless touchdown to lose by two. It was the Dolphins to lose by two. Um, and then we rallied off two straight wins with the Steelers Sunday night. And then my lock of the week was the Jaguars minus four and a half. They obliterated the Texans, one by like 30 points. Uh, should have been three and one if Nick Folk could just make a goddamn extra point. But instead we sit at two and two. Uh, Nick had his three plays, but one being the Bills, that game got postponed but canceled, and then everybody got refunded there. So Nick goes one and one. Joseph went two and one with his lock being the Green Bay Packers, which was a good pick. Um, but you were also on the Bills. Bengals. Okay, Bengals, but that game. And so, yeah, same thing, got canceled. Um, so I go two and two, brings me to 46, 46 and one, 10 and seven in my lock of the week. Uh, Nick went one and one, 28, 22 and three, eight, seven and one. In his locks of the week, Joseph went two and one, brings him to 28, 38 and two, five, 10 and one in his locks of the week. So we look ahead to NFL week 18. Um, and it's an interesting one. No Thursday night game this week, thank God, because we've been getting uh, steamrolled on the Thursday games. Three games on Saturday. And then, obviously, the jam-packed Sunday night slate. No game on Monday. I think it's, I think it's two on Saturday. Well, is it three? Don't think. Oh well, it's TB. It's, it's TBD because of the Bengals and Ravens. Oh okay. So I guess they're trying to figure out what's going on. Are they going to try to make? I don't know what they're going to do. To be honest, yeah. as somebody who holds a twenty-eight to one Bengals Super Bowl ticket, I say it's a forfeit, and the Bengals win. Yeah. <laughs> Seven to three, they're at midfield. They Come didn't on, even play ten minutes. They had a chokehold over that game. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they were they were moving the ball. Yeah, with ease, but um, at midfield, Buffalo only had the ball one time, huh? Mm-hmm. Well, the Bengals only had it twice, I think. I know, but I mean, Buffalo got it down to the goal line. They just didn't cash in for a touchdown. Yeah, but the Bengals were winning everything in that game. Number of times with the football, time of possession, <laughs> points. Um, like I said, as a twenty-eight to one ticket holder. Which is now seven to one. What a fucking midseason futures bet! I vote that the Bengals win by forfeit. Yeah, well, it kind of has like um, implications. On it does. The Chiefs too, though. This it week, does. I mean, it does. 
they're all sitting because if the Chiefs were to lose to the Raiders, I mean they're all sitting there fighting for that number one spot. Right. It's like <laughs> if that game's all of a sudden not played, then the Chiefs kind of. I mean, it's essentially the Chiefs all but have the number one seed locked up. They're, if they go trounce the Raiders, which a lot of people expect them to do, I'm sure, then they're going to have it locked up. And regardless, for my 28th one Bengals ticket, they're going to have to beat the Bills and the Chiefs to get to the Super Bowl. More than likely. Not so fast, though, for the Chiefs. Why do you say that? You oh, so you're taking the Raiders? You no, no. Oh. I mean, the 49ers probably thought the same thing. Um, That game was awesome. That game was crazy. 49ers, Raiders, overtime. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, Stedham played Stedham pretty well. Stedham played good. Yeah. Um, okay, so what are we looking at here? Um, what's your first NFL play? Um, this is a tough week mm. because, like, you've got the – Starters and you've stuff. You've got the Falcons four-and-a-half-point favorites over the Bucks. Bucks are have already locked up the South. Um. So they're going to be sitting a lot of people. Dolphins. Have the Dolphins been mathematically eliminated? As far as I know, yeah. What a fucking collapse. Yeah. That was. What a collapse. What were they, 8-3? and three? They were something like that. Now sitting at 8-8, eight and eight, can't win a game on the road. They're at home in an even, an even line against the Jets. I fucking hate betting this week, to be quite honest with you. Um, um, the first play I'll go with is um, I'm going to go with Green Bay again. Are you? Yeah. They need it, right? Yeah. But, I mean, they are four-and-a-half-point favorites against a division rival, the Lions. Huh. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Um, the Giants locked up the playoffs. But the Eagles are still trying to get the number one seed, correct? Um, I believe. They're 14-point favorites in a divisional matchup against the Giants. The, yeah, the Eagles haven't secured the number one seed. Vikings are 12-4, and four, Niners are 12-4. and four. And then the Eagles. So if the Eagles win, they got it. Yeah. But will they win by 14? Are the Giants going to sit everybody with already having the yeah. playoff berth locked up? They have, their, they have their seating locked up already. See, yeah. I heard the Bucks weren't going to sit. I saw that too. But it's like you never know how long. Well, the Lions, four. And, yeah, exactly. They come in for to it, just get their fucking yeah. bonuses on the year. Mm-hmm. Um, dude, I don't fucking love any of these. Um did y'all give one out already? Yeah, I'm on the Packers. Okay, this is going to be crazy, but <laughs> I am going to take the Eagles. I'm going to take the Eagles minus 14, and I despise taking point spreads that wide in the NFL, but the Giants don't need it at all. The Eagles need it. Hurts is going to come back, I would hope. Um, I'm going to take the Packers as well, I guess. But, oh, God, I don't fucking know. <laughs> Is there weather in play? Doesn't look no. like it. The Lions defense has been kind of not playing horrible as of late. Joseph, are you taking the Packers? This is for the playoffs. It's my lot. <laughs> Does uh the Lions have a chance? 
for the playoffs. Do y'all want me to give my lock right now? No. Okay. Well, then I won't talk about it. Well, we know it's the Packers. Okay. Um. Okay. I think the Lions might. Dude, yes. Whoever wins is in. Oh man. Green Bay. Unless some bullshit with Seattle. They've owned Detroit for ever since I've been alive. Wipe it. I'm taking the Lions. <laughs> Wipe it. I'm taking the Lions. Four and a half? Four and a half? Yeah, in the fucking Lambeau field. Dude. DeAndre Swift look good. <laughs> DeAndre Swift look good. <laughs> <laughs> Seattle, what it uh, That's um I know I gotta pull up like the playoff they have picture. Dude. The Seattle, oh man, it's it's confusing, dude. Like, there's a way Seattle can keep that last spot too. They Even, would need some people to lose. No, it's it's Seattle, Green Bay, and Detroit, and that's it. So they need um, Detroit. They, they need and uh, the Lions to tie. No, dude, I don't know. I saw it the other night. I can't explain. Yeah, it. they need difficult. the Lions and Packers to tie. Is that what it is? And, they and win. then Seahawks would have to win. Okay, it's a tie. That's what it was. Who would need that? That's how the Seahawks get in? Yeah. Okay, so. It, wasn't so, there a tie last year? No, that there was, was nearly a tie oh, with the yeah. Raiders and the Chargers at the end. Yes. And they were, and they would have, I think no, they would have both yeah. got in if they tied. It was something crazy like Because one of the coaches, or yeah. the, there was a decision that. And he was like, it looked like he was playing for the tie. And then it backfired, huh? And Chargers, it it would have right? screwed the Steelers. The Steelers would have gotten booted. Yeah. If I remember correctly. Um somebody fucked up and like tried to win instead and they end up losing. I think it was yeah. the Chargers. It was the Chargers and the Raiders. Yeah. Yeah. No, I I remember it. Um and everybody was convinced. Like they made the decision. They're just playing for the tie. They're gonna both get in, I think. Yeah. Um Okay, let's see. What are the Jaguars' chances of making... Oh, it's this week. This is it. Oh. Winner's in. Yeah, give me the Jags. It's between Tennessee and... Mm-hmm. Give me the Jags. All the money's on Tennessee. If Tennessee wins, I think they have the tiebreaker between the two. No, yeah, whoever wins this is in. That's yeah. why I said my bet last week was kind of a square bet because it didn't matter. No matter yeah. what happened in that game, this was the game that mattered no matter what. Right. Give me the Jaguars at home, minus six and a half. Derrick Henry runs all over the Jags. Yeah, he does. Not this week. Um, okay. Um, 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 um. All right. How many total do you have? I have three games and then a lot. So four total. Three games and oh, three more games. Well, I haven't given any out. Oh, did you not? No, I'm on uh, Chargers minus three. Um, they said that they're going for that fifth seed. Uh huh. Uh, so I think they'll be motivated here. They're playing Denver at home. We know about Denver. Well, Denver's the home team, right? Yeah, Denver's okay. home. I don't think it matters. I think Herbert. They've been just hot as of late. Eckler's running the ball well. Um, and I'll give out one more. I'm also on Seattle at home against the Rams, minus six and a half. Okay. Uh, possibility of light rain throughout the whole game. And I think that favors Seattle. With that crowd behind them, I think they get it done by a so, touchdown. So it still says Miami's on the bubble. 
Yeah, I thought they had a chance. Wait, this doesn't look updated. I could have swore I saw a post saying that they were officially eliminated. Yeah, this doesn't. Oh, okay. But they're 8-8, eight eight, right? No, I think they, yeah. Because the Steelers. Oh, no. Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, so they're on the bubble. They would need other people to, they would need the Jaguars to lose, I think. Well, the Jaguars are fighting for the division. Yeah, but they're in the hunt. So if they were to lose, they would. Let me see. On the hunt, on the bubble, because they would—they're both eight and eight. So if the Jaguars don't win the division and Miami wins, they're nine and eight. Jaguars are eight and nine. They would jump them. So they would need the Patriots and the Jags to lose. I'm taking Miami. Yeah, but the Jags aren't are in their own. I don't know. Maybe the Jags have AFC. a chance. It's still AFC trying to get the wild card. Yeah, but the Jags are fighting for a division title. I know, but if they don't get it, if they lose, if Tennessee wins. So if Jags lose, they don't win the division, they're eight and nine. Patriots, if they lose, which they're seven and a half point underdogs, they'll be eight and nine, eight and nine as well. If the Dolphins win, they'll be nine and eight. They have the Steelers right behind them. Um I'm taking the Dolphins minus one at home against the Jets. Actually, no, I take that back. It's a pick 'em now. That's my lock of the week, actually. That's my lock. Spoiler alert. Is Skylar Thompson starting? I don't care. Uh. Teddy B hurt his hand. I don't care. <laughs> Tua might come out at halftime. Don't care. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Concussed or not. I don't care. The Dolphins, for everything you got. The Dolphins are at home. The Dolphins have watched their season completely slip away. They know that the pay- – so at 12, they both play at 12. Good. So they can't fucking scoreboard watch. Well, shit. Shit. The Jaguars play on Saturday. Shit. What? I think the Jaguars are going to win that game. I know, but – What? <laughs> You're worried about that with the Dolphins? Because the Jaguars are in front of the Dolphins. what? But they're not fighting for the same spot. How are they not? Because the Dolphins are fighting for a wild card spot. The Jaguars are fighting for a divisional spot. But if they don't win If the Jags the lose, they're out and they're not in the wild card either. Yeah, if they win, oh, they win okay. their division. I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. So then what is the record of Tennessee, though? Seven and nine, but if they beat... The Jaguars, then they'll be the division champions at eight and nine. I think what the Dolphins okay, need to happen is they need to win. I get what you're saying. So because and the, they need the Patriots to lose. So if to the, the Jaguars Bills. win. Yeah, they win their division and they're not in the wild card spot. But the Titans would have another loss, so they wouldn't be able to. They wouldn't be over Miami. So it just comes down to what'd you just say while I was talking. The Dolphins need to beat the Jets and the Patriots need to lose. lose to the Bills. Okay, yeah, I like but the it Patriots even more need to beat the Bills to make the playoffs. Yeah, but it's seven and a half points. But the Bills are shell shocked because of their teammate. It's going to be chaos. But, no, I like the Dolphins even more then. I get, I get what you're saying. Um, but there's people out there posting pictures that the Dolphins have been eliminated, and that's not I true I did now. see that. I did see somebody post something. I think they were saying, like, I'm just getting a head start on it. 
Oh, okay. Yeah. Thanks for tricking me. Like, <laughs> I could have laid all my money on something because of that. Dude, the Lions and Packers are about, that is about to be a game. Yeah, it is. I called it. <laughs> called it to a T. Oh, my God. That I'm is about it for to three be. No, there is going to be some really good games this week. Yeah. And I'm excited for playoffs. Yeah. Oh, I'm so excited. Me too. That's what I love the NFL playoffs and Super Bowl, especially. Like, mm. Anybody listening, we're having a big Super Bowl party at my house, but if we don't know you, you can't come. Uh, I'm on the Dolphins. Are you? Yeah. Run it up. That's my lock. I gave away the uh, the anticipation, but I don't know who. if anybody's keeping track. We are, but for those out there listening, nobody at this table picks better NFL locks than myself. So i got to hang my hat somewhere, and that's where we're going to hang it. You can go ahead and look at it all you want. I'm 10-7. and seven. He's 8-7. Oh, no. I got one I of my locks talk, eliminated. Man. Well, that's even if you had won it, though, I'd still be leading the way. Um, <laughs> oh, because of that push. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, I think I'm going to stick with that for now. So you have your lock left. Um, I guess I got one more in them a lot. What's your one more? You already touched on it. You're on the Jags. I'm on that game's under thirty-eight and a half, low number. But these are two divisional opponents see fighting for a playoff spot. I, I see 40. Under 40. Okay. Um, you'll forget that, and you'll go right 38 and a half over there on the board. Not if I change it right now. All right. So you, all y'all have left is locks, yep. correct? Mm-hmm. Nick? Yeah. Well, let's hear it. Um, I'm going to go New England plus seven and a half. Okay. Against the Bills, you think the Bills are shell shocked from watching their teammate nearly die on the field? I don't know. <laughs> I hate New England, so I think they put up a fight though. Maybe you better hope they're not down ten and up kicking a field goal for the cover. Yeah, because that's not going to go in. Um, no, I mean realistically, their defense is fucking good. Their defense with the pick six last week, I, I thought for sure that was. I felt really good. Didn't about we just that. see this matchup like a couple weeks ago. I believe Thursday night, right? And um, the the Patriots couldn't move the ball at all. Yeah. All right, Joseph, you can tell us your lock and explain why it is the Packers. My lock of the week is the Lions mm. plus four and a half. Mm-mm-mm. It's too many points. It's too many points. Packers won by four. Yeah, exactly. That's why I got it. Like three, four. Yep. The Packers will get in. Don't get me wrong. I've been saying this for three weeks. I don't know why y'all aren't listening to me. Are you sure? You are you sure you want to take the Packers minus yes. four and a half? Come on, dude. Think about it, brother. We've been riding the Lions for two years now. <laughs> <laughs> we gave I gave Joseph the opportunity to flip flop, an all time generous move by me to allow him to flip from Georgia to Ohio State. You could flip flop from the Lions from the Packers. I'm not to the flipping Lions. flopping. It's the <laughs> Packers at home. It doesn't matter. But the Lions know that stadium. Dude. Jared Goff. Jared, dude, they're playing really good. Oh, come get Jared Goff. <laughs> okay. Fuck out of DeAndre here. Swift. You love DeAndre Swift. DeAndre Swift had two touchdowns. <laughs> dude, he's playing good. He said it himself. I'm taking the Packers. No. Oh, man. I'm going to tell they're you gonna, right. They're going to steamroll them. Tell them. Tell them. I'm going to tell you right now. I mean, you should listen to me because I've been right the past two weeks about the Packers. This is the same line that the Dolphins game was at. Yep. I called that game to a T. Yep. Called all the other games. Yep. Called last week. I'm going to tell you right now. It's either going to be 23 to 20 Packers mm. or 20 to 17 Packers. The Lions will be right there. So with that little 
grain of information, bet the under. Oh, yeah. What's it at? 49. Okay, never mind. It's going to be... <laughs> yeah. Because in my head, I'm thinking that's not going to happen. <laughs> I'm thinking more like 31 to 20. Yeah, no, 31 Stop. to 20. It'll be 31 to 20 with two minutes to go and yeah. prevent defense. That's right. Golf leads him down to the And they get the, the two points. Oh, they wouldn't. They wouldn't it. go for no, two. No, they would if they're down 11. And then. They lose by four. Wait, no. It would be a six. It, w- it would be the two-point conversion for the, the for side the cover. to cover for each Watch side. Watch that shit really happen. Yeah, it would. Fuck. <laughs> but yeah, they've but got Jamal they Williams, get... so they'll just run it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They'll, they'll probably try to do a Philly special. Like, who did that this week? Oh, Yeah. On a two-point conversion. It was college. It was college. No. Yeah, it was college. It was Michigan. Horrible. Horrible. (laughs) Right in the beginning of the game. They looked like they never ran it before. TCU looked like they practiced that shit every day defending that. (laughs) Um, All right. So it's going to be a wild, a wild week 18. We still got to figure out if anything's going to happen with the Bengals and the Bills. But this is going to be a... A crazy week 18 for sure. To recap mine, Eagles minus 14. Hate laying that many points. Ooh. What? The Eagles. <laughs> what was that? Eagles Don't know. are better than the oh, Eagles. Oh, 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 Fetterman. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that guy is a public official now. Uh, Lions plus four and a half. Jaguars minus six and a half. And my lock of the week, the Miami Dolphins in a pick em. I'm on... um. The Packers minus four and a half, the Dolphins in a pick'em, and the New England Patriots plus seven and a half as my lock of the week. I'm on the Chargers minus three, Seahawks minus six and a half, Titans, Jags under 40, and my lock of the week is the Lions plus four and a half. There you go. That's our best bet for NFL Week 18. Next week, the playoffs start, and the question is, are you going to do more than three now that there's no college football? Oh, I do all the playoff games. Do you? Yeah. Like you do all. Don't the bowl we always games? do that? We do, but like you do all the bowl games. No, this is much different. Yeah. No, I. I so that was what I was going to ask you. Like, no college football. You got to put the NFL cap on now. It's about to get serious. Yeah. Um. Another thing too, college basketball. I'm going to be turning my attention there heavily here uh, in the near future. But I have a play out today. You won't be able to get it because you won't hear this in time. But. On the YouTube page, Big Easy Bets TV YouTube page, I will be giving you out a college basketball play of the day. Gave you one today. St. John's plus two and a half. Tips off here in about 26 minutes. We'll see how that goes. But when you're listening, you can go check in on the score and see if we covered. But be on the lookout for a lot more college basketball plays going forward. College football may be done, but we are not just we're not finished just yet. Uh, episode 140. You have anything to say before we go? Um, go Tigers. Go Frogs. Uh, who dat, even though we're eliminated and we have a shit bag leading us along the way. Y'all have a good one. The house always wins. Play long enough, you never change the stakes. The house takes you. Unless when that perfect hand comes along, you bet big, and then you take the house. I've been practicing this because a little bit that I rushed. It felt like I rushed. That was good. I liked it.